Welcome to episode number 13 of the Khan Wealth Advisory podcast series. This is Asif Khan and Asin Khan, Wealth Advisors with BMO Private Wealth. Today is Friday, August the 21st. While the Raptors continue to impress, at the time of writing, they were 2-0 against their first round opponents, the Brooklyn Nets, and leading in Game 3. Would love to see the Raptors make it all the way again. Would be great for the city and the country. For today's podcast, we thought we'd do a Q&A style of discussing Trump, the U.S. elections, and some current economic numbers. So, Austin, who do you think is going to win the U.S. election? According to the polls, looks like Biden has the edge. However, predictions say that Trump should have a Trump bump in the polls after Labor Day because Trump advocates will start pounding the pavement about Biden's left-leaning possible tax increases. Nonetheless, if the election is close... And with all the mail-in ballots that are expected, A, the results from the election could take a while as the ballots are counted possibly days or weeks. And B, could set up a high possibility for a contested election that ultimately would need the Supreme Court to decide. If one of either Trump or Biden wins with a wide margin, then the contested issue would be gone. Asif, we've been hearing of the Biden gaffes and him possibly being senile. What do you make of that? And I've also heard rumors that if Trump does lose the election, he simply will refuse to leave the White House. Can that even be true? Well, I've not had a chance to see Biden's address from this Thursday evening, but I've heard that he hit it out of the park. The rumors of him being senile have definitely been put to bed, and he was not just good. Apparently, he delivered a rather impressive address. I'm actually looking forward to watching the address this coming weekend. I've also heard that if Trump... If he feels strongly of voter fraud with all the mail-in ballots, may just decide that he's not leaving the White House. I'm no expert in U.S. constitutional law, but from my understanding, the Constitution simply states that the term for the president ends on January 1, 2021. So the CIA, FBI, or possibly the Pentagon officials could just all walk into the Oval and escort Trump out if he decided not to leave. Not related, but I heard uh, this week that Prime Minister Trudeau prorogued Parliament until September. Some suggest it was to take the heat off the Wee scandal. And also with rookies now leading the central bank and the Ministry of Finance and with a renewed liberal spending plan and a confidence vote suggested for the minority government in September, we could too be facing some fireworks and election calls later in the fall here in Canada. I do think cooler heads will prevail. And I've personally met Finance Minister Freeland. I can say that she's definitely intelligent and I'm sure she's going to do a good job in her new role. I heard that the U.S. election could be postponed. I'm not sure if you've heard this as well, Austin, but what do you think? Well, Biden has been making comments that he fears this could happen. From my understanding, the U.S. Congress controls the U.S. election date and they have to approve a postponement. The Congress is majority Democrat and the thought is that they would not vote to postpone even if virus cases escalated again. Asif, speaking of the virus... What is the latest with the trend in the numbers? Well, it would appear that infections have peaked for a second time, especially in the U.S. They peaked, obviously, in April, and the numbers got lower, and then they picked up again to surprisingly very high numbers. It would appear that those numbers have now peaked again and have started to come down, especially in those states that were adversely affected. Another week or so would solidify that conclusion. The positive here, besides the infection numbers coming down, is that the death rates did not rise proportionately to the rise in infections, and the fatality numbers too also appear to be peaking. 
Canada has done well to keep the numbers low and not allowing for a second wave rise. This trend, along with the continued expectation for a breakthrough in a vaccine, should bode well for all of us. Some areas of concern, of course, are that some European countries have started to see their infections rates rise, and there's still concern that the fall and winter bring a renewed second wave. As a result, economic recovery continues here in Canada and the U.S., and globally, where we have seen green shoots all over. Speaking of green shoots, the latest economic figures from here in Canada, what did you hear today, Austin? Well, we've been hearing about V-shaped recoveries in housing and renovations in Canada, the U.S., and with auto sales, too, on both sides of the border. Economic numbers out of China have also shown a perfect V recovery. Today, we got Canadian retail numbers. For the month of June ending figures, we saw a surge of 23.7% in sales, and May's figures were revised higher, from 187 to 21.2%. Combined, this takes the figures 1.3% above February's numbers and a 3.8% year-over-year gain. This sees yet another section of the economy realizing a V-shaped recovery. Who would have guessed this back in April? Increase in spending came from clothing, furniture, home furnishings, sporting goods, and auto sales. July is expected to have further gains, which makes things that much more impressive. However, even if sales were to be flat from July to September, retail sales volumes would still be up 110% annualized. Bottom line, with all the doom and gloom, this recovery in sales is welcoming news. Still, of course, there are many sectors that are struggling, which are mainly in the hospitality industries. Austin, I heard another interesting fact that's not really you know, related to economics and probably as a result of the pandemic. The country of Kenya, with all its efforts of curtailing poaching of elephants, saw the population of elephants double to 35,000 over the last 30 years. This is always welcoming news when any species is protected anywhere in the world. To our listeners, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any suggestions for future topics, do let us know. We may take a hiatus next week from the podcast with the rush to enjoy the end of the summer with the kids. Again, call us for any discussion surrounding your finances and plans. My number is 416-725-9133. And my number is 416-709-7879. To close, here is our corny joke of the week. Austin, why did the cookie go to the doctors? Do you know? Um, because he felt crummy? That's right. This is Asif Khan. And Austin Khan. Signing off, be well, and have a great weekend. Hello? You still listening? Well, I think our kids are done with social distancing. It is getting hard to get everyone to remember the good habits we should all be having. They want to meet friends and go out more. School starting this September should be good for a bit of interaction for all of the kids. We've elected to allow our kids to go back to class where it's possible. My eldest daughter has taken this time to become a botanist as well during these past couple of summer months. 
Her bedroom is completely filled with plants and growing plants from either their seeds or from the petals. Her mom, Danny, would definitely be proud. This same daughter has also taken her artistic skills and posted her paintings on her website, where she now takes online orders for her prints. My middle son has learned a new skill of being a copywriter. Basically, he is writing advertising scripts and marketing material for people who sell online here in Canada and around the world. I'm quite impressed with his writing and his ability to figure out this angle of creating his own little business. Amazing, as one of our clients said, what these millenniums can come up with in this gig economy. Be well and chat soon.